0: Hey, what's going on everybody? You're watching Seat Time. This is episode 13. For those of you that do not know me or have trouble reading when you see my name, they call me Brian Pierce.
1: And I'm Jason Schmidt. Welcome to another episode of Seat Time. We're going to do things a little bit different this go-round um, because we had a lot of stuff... I'm that not going to we were... be here. <laughs> Bye, then. <laughs> no, uh, we had two things going on locally that we were both uh, either attending or part of in one of the instances... The Dallas Supercross was in town, so um, as you could imagine, yeah, out at the Death Star, we were balls deep in Supercross. Mm -hmm. So spent the whole day out there, all that fun stuff. That being said, Senior Woodrow here rode through the night after the Supercross was over to make it out to the National Enduro. Yeah, that's a sad thing. They made him, like, ski pole the whole way there for his ride. It was horrible. (laughs) That's blisters. No, um, so... Since we have so much to talk about with both of those, we're going to split this up and do two different episodes. This one is going to be our Supercross episode covering the Dallas Supercross. Then we'll have another one that also posting up this week that will just go in depth on the National Enduro. But um, yep. that being said, let's go ahead and dive into the Supercross. And actually, it's just since it all happened in a little bit over a 48 hour time. I know, it's
0: kind of been fun. We had uh, what Scratch termed the Beastly Adventure Weekend. Uh, we were trying to come up with something the whole time. It was pretty nuts. Um, Scratch and I started out at about 5.30 p.m. Friday night, where he picked me up. We went to Gordon Beers. We met at Gordon Beers in Dallas, and then we drove over to Arlington for uh, the Parts Unlimited, Parts Unlimited dealer showcase there. Um, Scratch has a small motor company in Sadler, Texas, uh, Stone Motor Company. And uh, Did I just say Sadler? Yeah. Okay. It That's like, correct. Okay. I was like, uh, I think that word was wrong uh texas and uh so we went to the the showcase to talk to the reps and find out a little bit more about the parts. um i had my camera with me we shot a little bit of coverage there and uh, he had to pick up his uh, supercross tickets that he gets through parts unlimited which very thankful for by the way um so we did that we hung out with the sms crew brian story and his family chris story caleb ramsey and his wife sean always fun to kick it with those kids um, and then we shot a little bit of a B-roll hanging out around with the Death Star in the background. You guys will see that throughout the week. Maybe even edit it in the episode. I don't know how PG or G it is. Um, maybe. Mm. Um, but then from there, we went home and we got everything situated. We met up. We were I remember, at 1230. You guys got to the stadium, I think. Uh
1: mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So we, we were there were about. Behind, t- we were actually there about twelve fifteen, and we were getting yeah. our um, pregame on pre-game in the on. parking lot. <laughs> uh, I rolled out. Uh, we kind of split up into the groups. The groups that were going to go out to the national enduro the next day, and the groups that were just drinking deviants. Um, hey, we were drinking was, deviants.
0: We were just driving a different location afterwards for longer periods of time.
1: Well, yeah, no, but I was the captain of attention of uh, the attention whore driving us out there, and uh, so I was leading team deviant. It's awesome because we're sitting there trying to figure out the best way to smuggle liquor into the Death Star. (laughs) And so we figured that... (laughs) Bring a purse. Yeah, and all of my purses didn't go with what I was wearing, so we had to get a little bit more creative. And at other events that we'd attended out there, you'd been searched, you'd been wanded, all that fun stuff. And so we were trying to be real sly about it, so... um,
0: They didn't fist or wand anybody.
1: I was sorely disappointed. Yeah, I even walked I up I yeah. had flowers and nobody
0: yeah they would be like I would like to say thank you before you do this
1: so that you have strong hands be in your <laughs> you guys
0: shoved those little tiny KD flasks in your
1: oh I had them in my real? drawers there was yeah. a there was I had two bottles that I was in charge of bringing in
0: <laughs> where you put both of those
1: I had them like uh, number one we both pulled our underwear up to our nipples. Trying to get everything to stay cool, because I could just see myself walking up to security and a bottle just dropping out of my pants, like,
0: hi, kids. Not me. I swear it was that
1: seven-year-old in front of me in line. (laughs) Little drinking bastard. No, but, uh, so, yeah, I had a strange sword fight going on in my britches as I smuggled two bottles of whiskey in, and then, uh, and we killed a six-pack in the parking lot before we came in. That's the way to do it. We were drinking, too, on the way. And uh, no, it, it. We get up there, and after walking around, because when we first got there, they you use your Monster Energy can to get into the pits and everything. So we walk up to the doors, like, okay, good. We're gonna get inside the Death Star, and we can take these out and put them in our pockets. Finally, no, they rerouted us so we could drop our can off. So we had to go walk through the pits for a minute while still trying to retain bottles in our underwear. <laughs> and so after all, I think we walked ten feet in and ten feet out of the pits when we we're like, screw this. We need to get inside so we can. Drank. Make this change, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, while they were uh, trying to get into the pits and get out of the pits, uh, Scratch came to my house, picked me up, loaded up my trailer with his bike and my bike, and we drove to Jeremy's, uh to Zim's auto shop in uh, Bedford where Jeremy works, and we swapped out cars there. We left the trailer there under supervised camera vision, mm-hmm. so don't ever try to go there and do anything stupid. Mm. Um, and then we picked up Jeremy's truck, and then we drove to the stadium. I think we got there around 1 or one30 we were a little bit behind schedule, but that's okay. We had lunch, grabbed some beers, drank them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we got there, we met up with these guys, and we just kind of hung out, man. All the qualities and practices were going on, so we got to see all that, and man,
1: that- It was- That was, was awesome. awesome. I mean- Oh, yeah. I There's think, no, I mean, no other way. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be like the redundant men of redundancy, because yeah. the word awesome is going to be thrown around a lot.
0: Um, um, I will say, before we go ahead and talk about how awesome- all the quality and practice was the pit party. I was, I was a little disappointed. Um, I haven't been to one before, um, and as a fan, um, I would have, I really would have enjoyed to be able to to see and do more. They do a very poor, you know. I get it. It's cool. You get to hang out in the pit with everybody, and it's a good way to market everything. But the problem is, is that it's just, it's just not laid out very well for fans to actually be able to do anything except stand in line and wait. Yeah. And I was. And I get it, you know, that's, you don't want to do that, don't go, but yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, I, I think it's one of those things that, being the first Supercross where we've gone through and done this in some time, i would made it out to one in a bit and uh, definitely hadn't really grown, rolled through the pits since it's become this all-inclusive thing. Yeah. It really is, it's just kind of taken on a midway vibe. It's Cool to be able to walk through and see a lot of the bikes lined up, things like that, and maybe get some random posters and swag and stuff. But yeah, I, definitely I mean, got as got I was trying to return liquor in my britches, yeah. I, I was just kind of like, <laughs> and I was out, I didn't do anything. But yeah,
0: I mean, I definitely got some good pictures, and it was fun too. You know, every time that I mean, who doesn't like good looking women? You know, there's everybody's got their good-looking women, good looking women, so of course, you know, I'm like, Jeremy, here, take a picture, and he's like, again, and I'm like, yes, of course. And so anybody I found I could take a picture with, I did. Um, you know, I found all the you know all the riders that, you know, get my light, my fire lit. Um, I saw their bike. I'd take pictures of their bikes, and it was really cool. So, I mean, I liked that aspect of it, but, man, it was just like, I don't know. I, if I wanted to go to Six Flags, I would have gone to Six Flags down the road. I didn't want to, like, be completely congealed to all the people. So, I don't know. It, and that's one of the reasons that
1: it. we bailed out of the pits is because we... Heard something and weren't really paying much attention. The
0: clanging of the two
1: bottles in your glass, yeah, click, 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 We out. need a drink. It pinches. <laughs> Why no, am I sober. But we also realized we were, were walking through and we're like, man, I don't really see anybody's bikes lined up. was like, oh yeah, that's because they're going into practice right <laughs> now. Because they're
0: actually riding them. <laughs> yeah. So well,
1: the rest of us, uh, my part, Team Deviant, we were just inside drinking the whole time. Well, yeah. we were watching practice, not just drinking, but we did. Um, we were watching
0: practice while drinking.
1: Yes. And we did sneak over into the um, the the rider sec- section. The, Dude, section. the um, That's when
0: we were trying to find them. We were like, "Where are you guys?" Like, ah, we're in the rider's section. We're like, "No." Ah. Yeah, we kind of sat there. <laughs> uh,
1: the BS is strong with this one, so we just kind of rolled in. And uh, that security guard lady did not know what hit her when I just started like spouting random words. Like, you can confuse them really <laughs> quick. And I was just like, alligator suitcase, crocodile bison <laughs> and she was just like huh? i was like i'm going down there and just walk <laughs> 30 minutes later when she figured out what was going on i was already ready to leave but i you had already
0: sniffed the uh, reed's diamond earring the back of his yeah earring. <laughs> i
1: already picked the crunch off the back of his earring backing and uh sat there and stared holes through everybody else like you're dreamy. no um Fine. the foreshadowing event is i was when i was walking down the stairs Someone was walking up the stairs, and I'm like, man, who is this tiny little dude? And then I figured out, I was like, ah, it's Stewart. I was like, heh, <laughs> I should push him down the stairs. Foreshadowing. In retrospect, I should have. Uh, just... But we'll go ahead and get on. Um, watching the race, being there at the track, being able to, actually, we had an awesome spot. We were right at the end of the long whoop section, and uh, front row, right up on it, um, had great tickets. The thing that really kind of got me about it was being able to actually see how peaked out they were. And obviously, we walked around, saw the whole track, hit it from different angles, and just being able to see the gaps, see all of it, it was, it was ridiculous. It was also comforting watching some of the people going through in practice that were hitting the whoops about as slowly as I would have. And that, w- that was refreshing, and it made me feel much better about myself.
0: Uh, while he's talking really quick, I'm actually bringing up uh, some footage for later when we talk about Stuart and Reed's little uh, fadangle. Um, but don't worry, that'll be for later. Um, because we are obviously going to have opposite stories, or not opposite stories, but two different sides of the same coin. So
1: that'll be fine. Oh, it's okay. Just so you know, we'll just go ahead and get it out. When I'm speaking, there's going to be the word correct. Below me, and then one and Brian then you're gonna it. realize
0: that I'm the one that edits it, and it's actually gonna say butthole <laughs> because that's the word that just came out of my mouth. I don't know,
1: yeah. All right, well, um, really actually, it was probably great- not
0: because I don't want to have to do any extra editing. So, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I can throw it, and it's just gonna damn be it. Laziness. Jordan wrote it on the piece of but paper. I, marked, I have to do but it, I now. marked it on the notes 161636 label bloody butthole.
1: That's it. Sorry. And throwing the name Bloody in front of it just made it that much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Label Bloody, Bloody Butthole. That's, that's... What kind of horrible visuals? I don't know, but I
0: have them, unfortunately. after that damn just, Enduro yesterday. Yeah, exactly. I just, I just write them how they pop up in my head, man. Yeah, they yeah. pop out of our mouth. True. You know? mm. yeah. All right. Okay, well, we'll so... <laughs> yeah, no, everything was really awesome. When we got to our seats, as he was saying... I got really good, uh, just taking my iPhone out, just kind of snapping some pictures. I was posting them on Twitter and Facebook all day. It was, that was so cool. I mean, where we were seated, we were seated in the 100 section, so we did not have the greatest view of the backside of the track, you know, compared to where we were, but we were literally in that, the, that 180 bowl turn of the end of the whoops. So what did we get to see all day? We got to see all of the, the freaking carnage. carnage. Yeah. While we were, while Jeremy Scratch and I were walking through the pits, we were listening and talking to a couple of the privateer riders that had been out there at practice, and they were telling us how the the whoops literally were like wall on wall. They said they were super super hard edged. And um, and a couple of them mentioned to us how like the last the third and fourth last ones in were actually taller than all the other ones. So the problem was is you've kind of got your rhythm, got your rhythm, and then boom, all of a sudden there's a taller one and it just, you had to, you always had to be on your game. So the whoops, which turned out to be, you know, the deciding factor in a lot of areas were mm-hmm. right where we were sitting. So it oh, yeah. kind of Ended awesome. up
1: being a, just a badass spot to be at. And yes. af- after they had been told that, came up and shared it, I had noticed that the third one in the line seemed to be where a lot of people were getting a little cattywampus and, Losing yep. themselves. But then after he said Luckily that, I think that was the fail, it was the third from the last <laughs> as well. There were some of the folks, because I'd noticed earlier that some of them were like trying to basically triple in, whoop whoop, triple out. Yeah. And it, most of the folks, uh, when you got into the 450s, the fast folks were just ripping through them like it was nobody's business. But some of the others, you could tell, were trying to set up a little rhythm out of it. But they were, they were terrifying. Yes,
0: they were, it, was, it was pretty nice. <clears throat> I mean, uh, and then they had a neat little sand section right after the whoops. And I thought that was fun, too, because of the fact that that was, I mean, they were rebuilding that berm every, I mean, you, obviously when you edit it and it's made for TV and all that stuff, you don't get to see a lot of that. Uh, that berm, every single time they weren't practicing, somebody was doing something to fix that berm because it was getting blown out so quick.
1: When I got there at 1230, that berm was three feet taller than when they had the 450 <laughs> yeah. main. And that's, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, yeah, but maybe good. not. Too much, that probably two out, and a half. Come
0: out way too many times for that one turn. And yeah. they had that uh, there was the the first sand section, which was the extended part of that sand section from mm-hmm. the start. That first big left hand sweeper, every single time a you know, a, a heat or a quality would be over or the main, they were out there with shovels, putting yeah. the sand back in so the uh, the concrete didn't start showing up. <laughs> on yeah, the exactly.
1: Floor. That would have been a brutal point, I'm sure. Yeah, that would go a little slippery. No, um, practice was awesome, really really great watching people go through, try to put their fast laps down through qualifying, all that before the heats. It's just a different experience, the type of thing you lose out on on TV. Yeah. And so it was just really cool to be there. If you guys, for some
0: strange reason, are watching this that have never been to a Supercross, definitely go. It's definitely worth it. If there's one anywhere
1: near you, it's worth the trip. You and your buddies can make a weekend out of it. Uh, Just find some place. I mean, most of them are in places that you can probably entertain yourself if you have to.
0: If you have to stay the night, oh,
1: Uh, boo. Call us. Yeah. hang out.
0: Yeah.
1: Text you. It'll be cool. Um, I guess at this point, might as well just get into the actual races themselves.
0: Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, that happened. Yeah.
1: Well, it wasn't just us sitting around drinking.
0: Yeah, you guys put up with that enough. Might as well give you some results at this point.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I also, for the record real quick, was vindicated by several people that had over the years judged me for drinking Mountain Dew and whiskey. Personally, it I wasn't never, him. I've never he's judged. Never, yeah, I've
0: never heard about it, honestly, nor judged. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing.
1: tasted yeah. great. So it's one it of those things. was like that,
0: extra flavored Mountain Dew.
1: Yeah, Jerry Jones has obviously always been the big Pepsi pusher, and so when I thought about that, I was like, "There's gonna be Mountain Dew." You embrace. I have to take whiskey.
0: You should have had him try it. Be like, he's like, man, that's really good. Where'd you get it from? Um, shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> now,
1: everyone else was mocking me ahead of time, and then they all converted. And then I, from what I understand, didn't sleep later, because <laughs> we had like five Mountain Dews. Yeah, they were a
0: they were little hopped up on Mountain Dews. They were like spider
1: monkeys. Yeah, victimless crime. Anyway, so the lights started out. Um, heat one. Sipes had the whole shot. Uh, Smith and Stewart seemed to have magnets That's in their job. bikes. Um, Sniff and Wesson like but yeah, Smith and Stewart. yeah exactly it's the new gun line they um, collided off the start and then still in the first lap collided again um, the two of them just <laughs> couldn't really seem to keep apart very well um, Wharton and Sipes ended up banging into each other um, Sipes came through it okay Wharton hit the deck and pretty much from that point Sipes was off to the races he was gone till the finish um Ended up winning that moto, uh, that moto with uh, Lemoyne in second and Anderson in third. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was happy for Lemoyne.
0: He didn't yeah. have the greatest, uh, the greatest main. He had a couple, uh, mishaps, but he's been riding so freaking consistent. Mm-hmm. It's just really good to see him. We actually met him at the uh, dealer showcase, and that guy is way shorter than I thought he was. All his of life is even shorter than that. And like, mm. not that I stalked her on Facebook or anything, but I mean, she is short. <laughs> hey, I mean. Hey, who don't you stalk on Facebook? Not you anymore.
1: Ooh. Ooh. You got told. <laughs> all right. He too. Barsha grabbed the whole shot. Um, the action between Barsha and Wilson was awesome. The thing was, while they were doing that, Baggett was like, all right, y'all kids play back here because I'm going to go ahead and win. I'm going to go ahead and heat. be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, I don't know, finish like four miles ahead of you. But I mean, it was great watching them dice it up, but they were so busy with each other, it kind of buried the lead when Baggett yeah. was gone. Um, ended up finishing up Baggett in first, Wilson in second, and... I oh, I'm sorry, Baggett in first, Barshen second, and Wilson in third. Yeah. Um The LCQ was Audet and Durham, and then on to the that main... That was pretty good LCQ. I mean, yeah. the
0: thing that sucked... I mean, like we've talked about it before and you know there's a lot of times where some of the guys at the gate are gate fillers you know mm. but they're guys that are learning they're trying to make it they're trying to get better they're privateers the and when you watch them in the races they're like kind of like oh those guys look squirrely or man they look slow and i'm sorry but the whoop section
1: made it was it was a defining thing Factor between it separated the men from the boys. Oh, because crap. there were people, I mean, and I will be the worst one, I'll be the first one to tell you that when it comes to riding whoops, I am going to be driving Miss Daisy every time I'm slow. Overall, riding wise, I'll embrace the fact that I kind of suck balls. There were folks going through Daddy the whoops, in ride practice. Well yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there were people going through the whoops at about the speed that I would. And so, it was one of those things where even, like, some of the smaller jumps, they weren't even hitting. Yeah. They'd was... ball up, and they'd hit the triple, and then it would, like, dash my my slightly swollen ego to hell, because I'm like, hey, I could totally... Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> okay, just kidding. But, uh, no, it you could really separate the talent pool. I mean, that's not really a shot, because any one of them is a million times better...
0: Yeah, than we are. ...than yeah. we'll ever be, and it's yeah. like... Yeah, but. So. It, it, it was, was kind just of very weird, obvious yeah. when you were
1: there. There's
0: a definite line drawn in the sand. Yep. I guess I should say in the whoops. For yeah. being cliche.
1: Yes. Now, uh, in the main, Barsha got the whole shot. Um, awesome kind of battles going down between Barsha and Sipes. At, at one point, though, in the... Actually... One of the great things about where we were sitting is it seemed like there was so much. <laughs> there was a lot of carnage right there. Was man. right in front of us. So many of the just game changing moments went down ten feet in front of us yeah. in that corner.
0: as the, the the big one was the one where Sipes, where he kind of he was coming around that turn and that sand that 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 berm kept getting yep. blown out. And what happened was in that berm got blown out, his rear end came around, caught the tough block, and mm-hmm. burn. And you could tell when he fell, he was just like. I'm on the ground. I'm so pissed. And got up and tried to keep going. But I mean, there was...
1: That's one of the funny things too is we were so close. I mean, when he was talking about you could tell he was sitting there thinking I'm on the ground. I'm pissed. You could see their just their mannerisms. And, yeah. It, you, could you could tell. their you body language so yeah. much
0: better because of that. It was nuts.
1: It was awesome. Um, Wilson and Barsha ended up just pushing at each other hard, swapping back and forth, but Wilson came through, pulled it out, Barsha in second, and Wharton for third.
0: Yeah, and you could tell when, the, the, you know, as again, what you see on TV versus what you see um, at the stadium, you know, we got to talk, you know, we got to see and hear a lot from the, the kind of the Supercross Aaron Bates, I, have, I forget her name, really cute, her left nipple was Whoa. hard the whole time, it was awesome. Um but when they had Barsha up there, and he had his whole shot award, mm-hmm. and they were talking to him, he, you could just see the anger. I mean, like, he was just just fidgety as all get out. I mean, he was so pissed that he let it go, because he, he held that race, the entire race. But yeah. whoever crosses the checkered line first, and... Yeah, and it was Wilson, so.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. But it was just
0: kind of nuts. I mean, you could see, and he finally just walked off, and like they were like, Boyd, get in there. Wait.
1: He couldn't, you could tell, he could not get away from that interview fast enough. <laughs> he would just like start inching forward, and you could see he was looking over at someone else, telling him, stay there, stay there. And then finally, he just had like that mental screw it moment, and he walked off awkwardly through the middle of it. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, right now, the overall East standings: Barsha's in first, Wilson in second, down 13 points. Uh, Sipes. Now you can tell that there's such a separation forming. Now, Sipes is in third, down 41. <laughs> yeah. Baggett in fourth, down 46. And Wharton in fifth, down 51. You don't have that parity that you do in the 450 class. They're really separating out. It's really becoming Barsha well, and Wilson. Well- what you don't have race. too
0: is you don't have everybody having had had a bad race. Yeah, and you, you know, know, Sites don't have as and many Baggett races have, either. Have had either yeah. bad races or no mains, mm-hmm. and so they've had very little. You know, when they, even though they've made points, they've still made very little points or none at all. Within Baggett's yeah. case, so. They you don't know, have in the as many 450s, races. To bail each they have other, more races, and everybody has a messed up race. Mm-hmm. Like so, luckily enough, you know. Well, the way it's played out, I definitely wouldn't say luckily enough. The way it's played out in the four fifties is a little bit different, just because everybody's had some form of not twenty five points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or no, or zero points. Actually, they've had zero points.
1: All right. Well, on to the four fifties. Oh my gosh! Yes, this is retarded. This.
0: Okay, so this has been a dramatic season. I mm. mean, just period. This has been a very, very dramatic season, and we have still, still have all five top guys very close. Potentially five winners
1: within twenty-one yeah. points.
0: Potentially five winners, um, and they're all riding amazing in every mm-hmm. single race. But at this point, it's Everyone's just helping. more and more crazy. Yeah. Um, there, and it, I don't know if I don't know if it com- It's gonna come down to the fact that. Everybody just keeps feeling how close they are to that win and that mm-hmm. oh that, that title win. And so they're just gonna push that a little bit harder than they typically do. Yeah. I mean, we know Chad Reed pushes, we know James Stewart pushes. Those are the guys that you typically see making the push passes. You don't really see Villapoto, Dungey, or Canard uh, really making those crazy aggressive passes. But
1: late. No, but late that's what we see. Yeah.
0: And so I think everybody's starting to see the end, see the light mm-hmm. at the end of the tunnel and realize I got to push it cuz I want it, you know, like. And so it's I don't know, it's getting pretty awesome. Like yeah. way more damn it, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I You're wanted to say, say it, it, was it better, lot. but I was like way more better. No. No, no it's, it's it. way
1: more betterer.
0: Betterer. Bestest this bestest. Yeah.
1: Triple best real hard. Pretty good. Go but
0: and seeing it and then so all that build up in the drama, in the series, everything, and then what all the stuff that went down in Dallas to be able to see all that in person literally, I mean, a hundred feet away was quite spectacular. I mean, it was quite freaking spectacular. So, I don't know, pouring your beer,
1: yes. How's that going? Swimmingly, swimmingly, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. It was just kind of fun at this point.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, let's not make it awkward and stop down or anything while I pour a beer. It no? probably doesn't get awkward, so...
0: No, no, okay. Yeah, this is always not awkward show. All right, well, I'll just sit back. Yeah. No, it's good. Okay. okay,
1: so they had some heats. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Heat one. He's got all the
0: notes, so that's why we're really waiting
1: on him. Well, no. Oh, right. Yeah, um, heat one and heat two... People raced on motorcycles, and they were jumping stuff, and Wyndham didn't qualify in either of those heats.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wyndham had to go to the LCQ, so that was kind of interesting, but... And that when, was one of those when he, separation when the, yeah, of yeah, talent. When, when the gate dropped, oh, yeah. he kind of took off from everybody, so it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you get to the main, though, for the 450s. I mean, that was, like we said, that was pretty awesome to be able to watch that and watch all the carnage that went down.
1: Yeah, um... In the main, Alessi, he's actually, he's gotten, he was always such a whole shot artist before. him. He got the whole shot here in Dallas in the yep. main, and it was also, it, in the last few weeks, it seems like he's really kind of gotten his starts together. Granny's not pulling podiums out of it or anything like that, and it's, I mean, it's kind of a weird balance here lately. I've been hoping that as the starts came along, the rest of it would as well, because, I mean, I'd like to see the 350 doing well. I'd like to see the... Yeah. 350 topping and results. I'd just um, like to see
0: Alessi riding to his potential. It just doesn't seem like he is,
1: mm-hmm. albeit whatever it is. But Have you heard that he's going to ride a 450 in the outdoor, or is he going to be on the 350? Uh, my take was that they sides.
0: were, were going to be riding 350s for um, the indoors and that they would have the... I, I heard someone say they were going to have the option of riding either for outdoor, but I think for outdoor that they
1: would He'd choose be. the 450. Yeah, I would imagine so. No, it's just something that had come up this weekend and everything. I was just curious about it. Um, going into the main, um, Reed had, had the fastest lap. I mean, it's obvious I'm somewhat of a Reed homer, so I was really psyched about it because it's usually, I mean, well, well, no, seriously, but Stewart or Villapoda are usually the ones that have the fastest lap on the track. Yeah. It seems like going into it every weekend, so I was pretty psyched. Um, Alessia had the whole shot, but Canard took him um, fairly took quickly. him fairly quickly. I think after Reed, it. I think everybody got by him really quickly. Well, it was a, it was the top five running in the top five. I mean, it was one of those just kind of perfect storm type of things, just yes. like adding to the excitement, all the buildup. Um, Reed and Stewart going at it was awesome. They were swapping back and forth for second and third place a couple of times. And to be honest, when Reed was in front of Stewart, I was just waiting because Stewart. There were a couple of those turns. You could see him just setting him up and setting him up and just waiting till he had a little bit more punch going into the turn to pull him. And, and sure enough, he did it. But I was happy to see that it went in both directions because Reed was also getting the dive on him on some corners as well. Yeah. Everything was clean leading up to the 10th lap. <laughs> little I like will, middle of the race. I will go ahead and give my somewhat biased interpretation of what happened. And it was right in front of us. Just the <laughs> Literally. irony of it is that um, Reed came through the whoops clean, was in the turn, was going high in the berm. That was right in front of us. Stuart was coming through the whoops. You could tell he was trying to push to make the block in that turn. Thing was when Stuart came off of the end of the whoops, he, he just wasn't in control. He had, um, <coughs> excuse me, it. I don't think it was a vindictive thing when he hit him. It was, it was nothing c- close to clean. <coughs> Excuse me, as I die from death. It's that he just he was out of control when he left the whoops, getting bucked the way a million people had before. I need to drink.
0: That's fine. Um. Yeah. Well, I don't want. I don't want to. Yeah. Right he basically he just
1: parade. He just ended up t-boning Reed in the middle of that turn.
0: Yeah, we're going to go ahead and look through these pictures. I'm going to edit these in. Uh, and then Jordan's actually going to give his take on it. Uh, so, the way that I feel about it is, is pretty close to the way Blade put it. I definitely, if we were trying to kind of analyze and watch as they were going at it, because we knew that Stewart was behind Reed and trying to figure out when he was going to make the pass on him, and Stewart is a, a whoops maniac. Like, the guy can fly through the whoops literally faster than anybody else. And Stewart and you know, no one had been taking the full left line the whole night. Everybody had either been taking the full right line or taking the <coughs> starting on the right line and cutting over to the left. Well, you could tell that Stuart was kind of setting up read and trying to figure out that speed of when to make the right pass. And so um, what he did is you could tell he just was like, you know what, this is when I'm going to take it, I'm close enough. And he hammered the whoops. And you could see him coming, flying, flying, flying. What did he hit? He hit about that third or fourth, taller whoop, and got caddy wampus like a mother. You could tell there was at one point where literally his throttle hand was all that was holding onto that bike. And, and it then he just straight up on this Yeah, and coming uh, off the uh, end of the whoops, he yeah. just
1: whiskey throttled right into Reed. Yeah. And I, I think There's that it's no... just
0: like when I came off the that jump though at Bonita. I mean that was just straight up that's I was gonna make that, that comparison that you get you get, you either get scared you're out of control and you just it just happens what's the one thing you want to do if you even think about letting go it's just kind of that reaction and i think that that I, I i don't think that in stewart's mind it was i'm going to throttle it to take out reed to stay on my or just stay on the track cuz if reed hadn't been
1: there he'd have been in the stands
0: like, oh yeah, he no. Just he would
1: have been the people that were sitting ten feet to our right. He would have been chilling in their laps, basically. I don't well, think that it was an been, intentional he still <coughs>
0: been the three foot less high berm.
1: Yeah, I don't think that it was an intentional take out of Reed. Do I think he was in control? No. Do I was he in control? No. No, not in the <laughs> least bit. I mean, it 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 was absolute whiskey throttle, butt clinch panic moment. Do I think that? But I mean, in that regard. If you're not in control, or if you're just sitting there squirreling out that bad, then yeah, it's your fault. So, yeah. You gotta be better. Yeah. But, uh... More better. The
0: thing is, is Rubbin's racing, and that's just kind of unfortunately how it comes down. I mean, if the... But... That when,
1: wasn't rubbing. That was uh, like... That words. was dry hand fisting.
0: True. Um, that, you know, some of some of us can walk away from that, some of us can't. You know what I'm saying? So... When you could, but the thing that that turned out in Stewart's favor on a wreck like that is he was still on the track. You know, it, it, he was two feet from being off the track, and then got. I really think that <laughs> that'd have been the case. Reed and him would have fought over it, but. Oh, uh, but
1: Reed also. He got up I mean, he Reed took it he just, pretty rough yeah. on the concrete, but he was an. Abs- he was under the bike too. Yeah, he was.
0: <coughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't. pretty, wasn't. Because we, I mean, literally got to see him behind the bed, and The bike was on Sorry. top of him. The monster guys had to pull the bike off. It was it was pretty bad. I know
1: we should seriously call 911 because I really think you have problems. That's yeah. cool. I'm going to get my flat card out and just pin it to my shirt. It's like 49 a year, right? Yeah, worth right. it. No, um, but the one thing too in Reed's defense and something we've talked about with both Reed and Stewart is this year just them being a lot more professional, kind of more balanced in their interviews. After the race, even Reed defending Stewart saying that you know what? That's just—it's a part of racing. He kind of lost it through there. It wasn't intentional. It's a part of Supercross.
0: Yeah, I agree. That was that was that was very, very uh, manly.
1: Yes, manly, classy, sexy, even. Yes. Wait, no. Whoa, wait
0: whoa! I oh, should it. have touched you when you said that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, oh, oh, wait, wait,
1: wait! Getting too okay. Too gay there. Well, because wait. of the fact
0: that uh, Stuart and Reed decided to have another conglomeration or. Con- uh, mating ritual, if you will, I guess, of their nuptials. Damn it, I was really trying to be clever there. It didn't work out, did it? Nope. Okay, continue. All
1: right. All right. Well, um, as we said before, Canard had taken off to the lead, and it was one of those things I was psyched. I wanted, if Reed wasn't going to win, I wanted Canard to win, because this was basically like the home race for him. Yes, no, it was no, home It was awesome. No Houston is their home race. Oh, good God, no. People from Houston can I- scoff
0: they're totally from houston that's fine
1: yeah Uh, and and they apologize regularly no uh canard was off gone um just pulling pretty much the whole time well till the end but that he still it was his race the entire night Um, he
0: rode the crap out of that track yeah it
1: was awesome watching him blow through those (laughs) whoops and uh just clipping through some of those lines it was unreal Completely psyched for me, ended up pulling the win. Um, Villapoto in second, Dungy in third, which brings us to our overall standings, which is, sh- which is have way shifted closer. again. <laughs> <coughs> yep, which uh, Villapoto's back in first. Reed in second, down six points. Dungy in third, down seven points. Yes. Kennard in fourth, down 16 points. And Stewart in fifth. Down 21 points. Yeah, that's so the crazy a thing is how place.
0: Stewart has just, like, he's got, what, three wins? And he's still...
1: Yeah, but he's also had some really rough nights, yeah, that's too. True. that's uh, I think Stewart ended up finishing fourth and Reed yes. after the seventh, catastrophe. up to eighth, seventh, eighth eighth, eighth? eighth place. After all was said and done. But it just absolutely great evening of racing. Uh, even yeah, those can, of us that were... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah I'm not gonna lie we were in our group there was much debate uh, the heat of the moment the level of inebriation yeah we had different takes oh, you on what you into
0: jerks I would use another word but I'm just saying we were turning into
1: jerks you were jerks oh uh-huh, hell yeah we were. when Reed and Stewart got into it yeah yeah cause alright our favorite writer had just been taken out by one of our least favorite writers <laughs> we weren't gonna sit there and make him a like, paper mache heart or something. I mean, it was just like, ooh, I made the macaroni picture. No, screw that. We were pissed.
0: <laughs> it was awesome. Dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. It Hell, if you slow down the footage on that was shown on national television, you can see us jumping out of our chairs and pointing and mouthing. That's the one that it
0: sucks. Look at the pictures here. <coughs> where they are they all from? They're all from right pretty much where we right, were oh, sitting. It was
1: those guys that were lined up right down at the bottom sure. of that. No, in the national coverage when they ran through slow-mo, you can see this row of black-shirted people and then a couple of guys jumping up, and yeah. It, wasn't it was pretty. totally us. Yeah, pretty much. Go, Stuart. Yay. All right, well, that pretty much wraps up our Supercross coverage for the evening. But what um, did
0: happen, though, the one thing that we're going to move into is the fact that, uh, so these, what was it, you, Outcast, Kiwi, and... Those three Those three? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because it was three and three. Three and three. Uh, They went home, and uh, you drove the old school bus. That's cool. Uh, Jeremy drove Scratch and I to the National Enduro. So that was pretty nuts. So we went straight from that. We hauled over there in Witchwood Gas Station, and we drove. And it was pretty nuts. But we have more of that to come. But I just had to say that that was the beginning of the evening for us. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and I've... All I could think of is that, you know, I really wish I was heading out there just to hang out and have a good time and just kind of get to some of the stories of the weekend. The fact that it took 40 minutes to get from my parking space to 30, because there was also a Rangers game letting out at the same time. Yeah, I was like, screw that. I'm happy going home and getting bed. <laughs> have fun, guys. We were waving the other direction down 30. Um... Next weekend for the Supercross will be St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis. Should be good. Um, Also, coming up, we're going to have uh, round four of the GNCC in Union, South Carolina.
0: Was that the Pirelli Pirelli Big 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 Book? I think right now, going into that race, we've got Josh Strange and Fert. I keep doing that, that is awesome. Uh, Charlie Mullins and Paul Wibley. And then the XE2 class, uh, Jason Thomas, uh, Stuart Baylor, and Andrew DeLong. So we'll see how these guys carry through into round four there at the Pirelli Big Buck.
1: Gotcha. On a more local side, we also have Torx Racing, round four, down at the Gortz Ranch, yeah, southeast Gortz, of Monson. Gortz? Yeah. I don't know, he's a pro.
0: Could, he could make fun of us if he wants after yeah, this. Oh, yeah. Lots of people do. Yeah. And then uh, even like way, way more local to us in Terrell, mm-hmm. Texas is going to be round three at the pit for the TCCRA race. So if you guys... Uh, Love the
1: pit. Yeah, I mean, go out there. It's, yeah, fast. it's
0: if they're cross country, like their... Their cross
1: country sections are fast. fast. The track is fun. It's got a little bit of elevation change but over at the sides. Um, and the guy that runs the place, Paul, Tall Paul, really cool guy. If you're going to go out and race for the weekend, definitely... Think about heading out there, and if you're just looking for another weekend, some place to go out there, have a good time. Definitely go support Paul out at the pit. I don't know. I just
0: said it may be dusty, but I don't even know. They may have got some of what we got last night this morning. Yeah. If they got the two hours worth of poundage that we had, Hmm. it's gonna be pretty interesting.
1: All right. Also, the third round of the LACC going in (laughs) Jetterman's Park in Tioga, 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 Louisiana.
0: Tioga, Louisiana.
1: Yes, sir. Um, those are the upcoming events, but definitely, um, check out our site. We're also going to have our video running through the national Enduro coverage. Like Woody said, they drove through the night to make it out there. He raced, our buddy Scratch raced, so should have some interesting notes from that. Um, but we do enjoy you watching this episode. Um, thank you for putting up with us again. And as always, enjoy it with a pint full of awesome. Heck yeah. Thanks everybody. See ya kids.
0: five things I like, no particular order. Boobs, beer, bikes. Uh, boobs and uh, bikes. That's five. Yeah. That's what's up.
1: <laughs>
0: Obama doesn't care about dirt bikers.